0: Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist podcast. For more episodes, go to www.footballpurist.com and you can also find us at iTunes.
1: Hello, welcome to, let's get amber West Ham podcast with me, Nick Davis. And me, Jack Davis. 2017, here we go. First one, in 2017. 17
0: for 2017 is going to be our year. I've really got a good
1: feeling about it's it. It's not
0: fucking started, bro, No, it? but I
1: mean us in terms of podcast. like I, I really think we're going to smash it. I hope so. I hope so. If we, keep, if we keep improving the way we are. We've had some technical updates over Christmas. We've both got some
0: new equipment. And that's not a useful me is it? <laughs> Well, you've got your iPad, yes, but and and my wireless headphones. Oh yes, yeah, so it's basically you've got no equipment. <laughs> and I've got nothing. You've got no. No, but
1: that means I can help out a lot more. I've been all, <laughs> I've been organising things on Skype now already. Sorting out guests for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, do you wanna you wanna crack on with that? Well, um, well, you 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 might as well say, because you're jamming at the paper. I mean, it's not like when we got guests on, you have to be
0: professional. Uh, well, next time, it's your you employ. We'll oh, exactly. I shout out to you in our last podcast.
1: Yeah, that um, hopefully we haven't contacted or you haven't contacted him yet for a firm update. But I'm thinking hopefully next week after the Palace game when we do our Palace review, yeah, our next podcast, we can do a
0: transfer roundup. That's, yeah. that's pretty major. It is, it I'm, is, and I'm sure I'm sure plenty of you follow him on Twitter. So if you've got any questions for him, just like crack them over, literally. Uh, yeah. like don't matter when, like send soon as this podcast, if you've got a question in mind that you want to ask him, then just send it over I'm, to us. I'm chomping, I'm chomping at the bit. Send it over to us at Get Hammered FP. Or, yeah, contact
1: whatever of us on Twitter. You can yeah. d- DM me. I'm a lot more active on Twitter, so...
0: That's what, then
1: what? Then before. Oh, now, wait, I, I thought you meant then me. I was like... No then, no, then I've got my iPad with my massive HD screen. All right, show oh. off. Yeah, no, we're all right, I will. Um, just another little quick note before we get into... The, business, shit, the gr- shit. Grim business, right? Um, KUMB, knees up like mother brown. I'd, so I'd say the premier... Premier... Pre, no, I i could say it. Premier. Premier, premier. Um... Uh, <laughs> West Ham fans saw site, and they provide a podcast, or they did, and it was very much our inspiration when we got in contact with Ali. That's what we were basing a lot of our creative and a lot of our ideas off, if we could create something like that. But they put a statement on the website last night that that's coming to an end. We don't know whether it's going to be temporary or permanent. But I'd just like to say, boys, without... Well, I know Bianca Westwood's on it, but more specifically, James Longman and Chris Skull and long um, James Longman who we spoke to you quite a bit. Right, like, Jake, you fall asleep, bro. But, uh, you're on, you're on
0: rambling a bit, but yeah. Yeah, go on. yeah,
1: no. Without K and B, it was the top podcast. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, That's how it's has to take now. Top podcast. Yeah, top West Ham West Ham podcast. Is, We're taking the trophy, boys. And just along that note as well, uh, transfer window. Obviously, the West Ham Insider comes out and delivers sort of news on a website. And because of like, read or his or her, I'm not sure who it is. Uh, <coughs> Jack Longman. <Simon>, Jack Longman. Yeah. <coughs> Not that we're slandering it, but uh, yeah, re- recently he came out and said we've made like a 20 million pound bid for a Scottish striker so and so, and like three other strikers, and uh, there was a lot of sort of comeback on that from fans and rightly so, us included. And uh, Karen Brady tweeted me last night or this morning that's going to be no more. The West Ham Insider that's been discontinued. I'm very,
1: so. I'm really happy about it, but it's also disrupt- disrupted one of the items I had planned for the podcast, which was what. Um, you know my new thing my new rant bullshit oh bullshit it, it was going to be a um rant about the w you Insider you can still do it but yeah because I, I can still I can factor it in somewhere else where we're going to get what we're going to get to yeah
0: right let's crack on because we've got a lot to cover let's go back to Boxing Day no no um, New Year's Eve New Year's Eve Boxing Day with was Swansea won it New Year's Eve uh, Leicester away we went to it quite a nice yeah. day out again yeah Well, all- always all- church, starts well doesn't it all church it? coach always starts well Uh. But getting to the game itself, we started, so I think Leicester were on top. Yeah, they had a handful of chances early doors. And like their intensity was a lot higher than ours. And obviously, for the first 20-30 minutes, they got their goal, which was, to an extent, a good passing move, but we should have done more. It was Crestwell left 2v1 down the left because Pyatt couldn't be bothered to track back. And then it was Andy Carroll literally trying to sprint back to cover Pyatt at- but uh, we'll come. We'll come on to because He's uh, quite prominent throughout this podcast. We've got, got a lot of stuff to get. This is probably one of our busiest podcasts ever. Yeah. Really.
1: Um, so, uh... No, but I think after the first twenty minutes, mm-hmm. we can't. We didn't create a lot. Don't get me wrong. We didn't create a lot. We had we had a handful of chances. We had the Pyatt free kick. Was it the Piex free
0: kick which Michael saved? Yeah. The sort of scramble, the scramble on the line where I think someone could have hooked it in. Just on that point, it's all the Pyatt free kick. Free kick in the second half. Cresswell take took and bitch was shouting at as to say why you not take it. And he shrugged his shoulders and just walked off. You you got you got a stick up your ass.
1: No, I'm not saying, not in a negative way, but you have got a lot of say on Pires.
0: No, you, it's you, yeah, it's just little things I'm noticing.
1: Because we sat like, we sat together last night. But we we'll come. We well, you might as well sat now. What you, when he went when he was warming up last night? You said when the fans were clapping him at Bob. Oh yeah, to the Bobby it's mall. just little
0: little things I noticed, like... Previous games when he come when he came off last season he was always clapping the fans and like appreciating the fans like everyone does when they walk off. But this time even if he's walking from the other side of the pitch to be subbed off, he like don't even bother acknowledging the fans or anything. And we right. were off. And his tweet yeah, last problem. night. He liked a tweet after the game last night that it was French, so I had to translate it into English. But it's on Twitter, so if you look on Twitter, you'll be able to see it. But it was along the lines of Oh West Ham lose four 0 to City. you are not doing very well in the Premiership. It's time to come home to Marseille, pirate, and uh, he favoured it. So that's, that's that is that's how shit gets real nowadays. That's that's the clearest indication that uh, um, he's looking for a move, and
1: if he do not want to be here, we my 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 point is, and I'll probably take a little stick for it. If we get if we get thirty million tomorrow for him, I'd take it yeah. because we need players mm. desperately, and yesterday proves that. We'll come, we'll come onto it, but yeah. more getting back to the Leicester game. I think we deserve the point at the very yeah, least. We I would equate it to and compare it to when we played Hull. Yeah. Right, we had three or four click-up chances against Leicester, but we was worthy of a point. Mm. Yeah. No, we was well worthy of a point. Um, one thing, again, it ties into Pyatt, but it's not specifically Pyatt. It's the midfield as a whole. If we're playing Carroll up front on his own, then we need to get runners and people creating around or for the knockdowns and people to create around him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he's
0: winning everything in the air, but like, it's the same old, same old problem we've had since... World. I thought for that Leicester game, he was linking up well with uh the players around him. But it's again, it's just like if you move on to our following two games he, he was just isolated again. Like obviously the United game he couldn't do much about that we had a player centre off. So you can't expect players to oh, yeah. get around him when we're up against him him. ten men. But uh yesterday's game, the Man City game, he, he was so isolated, but we'll come on to that. The
1: only time I know this the only time we've executed it properly I think ever since he's been there and playing games is when King Nolan's been there. Yeah, because obviously we all know they can read their game. It's not I'm not saying bring back Nolan, but I'm saying mm. that that's the that was the pinnacle of that time of uh, getting people around him and get him getting the knockdowns and them scoring goals off it.
0: Yeah, just another point as well where I Oxford's like coming back to fit. So I'm still not convinced of Nog Bonner. I thought he'd done all right last season, but this season he just worries me. He's he's like nervous on the ball and like very nervous when put under pressure as well. And they- for a centre back.
1: Which, but, and you look at it, I, I was meant to look this up this morning, I, but I was going to read it. But how many goals have we conceded at home? Yeah. We've been, we've been done three by Southampton. Mhm. hmm Was it five by Arsenal? Yeah. Five again last night. Um, Who was it first couple of games? We got we got embarrassed again when we... But it's just... Uh, I don't think we're that solid. No. I, I, don't, just, I don't
0: think we need to replace off one, to be honest. I know people are going to disagree with me, but... I don't think he's a premiership player. I don't think he's suited to the premiership. Well we, we'll, come, we'll come on we'll come onto that, mate, we'll come on to squad. And just finally on the uh, Leicester game, I know you've got a bit to say about this, behaviour of Leicester fans. Right, can Are I am i allowed say?
1: to go for I've got quite a few rants on this podcast. Yeah. But I'm allowed to go for the first one. Yeah, go for it. Right. Leicester, the common consensus is and you can say sour, grapes, whatever, And it all their own way last season. What did they had, ten eleven penalties? Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, on the game last um, last Saturday, actually, wasn't it? Um, it was the North White challenge when North made the challenge on yeah one of their one of their midfielders. Can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. It was right by the um, touchline, right by the Leicester fans, and they think he should have been sent off. I
0: can't remember because I just can't. I just, don't. just let me interject on that. He should. Have, I think North should have been sent off. But equally, who is it in their central midfield? Uh, um, Albright. Was it Albright? No, in their central midfield. Who plays in central midfield for him? Oh. But anyway, he he's the one that clattered mobile, and he should have been sent off for that because that was a high foot. Yeah, was it a Yeah, it was, yeah, a He should have been sent off because that was all. Nordwell's tackle was higher, but they're still both red card offences. So to get out of their power about that, they got let off with one. But so.
1: to the crux of my argument, they were going mental, and you know they had them pathetic clappers, right? Yeah. Well, you know, well I mean, you know what I'm, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, lob, lobbing about it, it was by the touchline, but between the pitch and the linesman. There was about, I would say, 10 to 15 of them. Yeah. And if we'd have done that... Wouldn't have had the end of all it. All fucking hell would have been broken loose. And we um, would have been threatened to be kicked out of the stadium. There had been FA disciplinary procedures and everything like that. But because it's Leicester, and because they're
0: little Leicester, no, no one's going to say anything. You're no one back tonight. And them clappers are just stupid. So, I mean, if you can't create an atmosphere, then... If you can't create an atmosphere when you're champions, then... Yeah. When, something when can you?
1: Something's seriously wrong. And I don't even know what this song is, but no, that boom, bur, 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 boom, bur, boom, 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 yeah. boom. that what is that song called? Because I
0: can't. No, I don't know. I don't know what you're going
1: yeah, about. About yeah, the final whistle, what they were doing, that famous song. I can't. I can't. It's remember, like it's, to be it's the song, song out of a club. that's, not like, famous now, but it was embarrassing that like, they started singing along to that. Oh, I, can't, I, I, I don't know. That was. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no. But the, the crux of my rant and my argument
0: was. That I think that was a disgrace and disgusting. Yeah, no, it was. It was. And like you said, if it should have been on the other foot and it had been us at Olympic Stadium throwing clappers, even though we wouldn't have had them because we're not pathetic. But uh, if we'd have had clappers and thrown them on the pitch. Our club's pathetic and lots of other ones. Yeah, as <laughs> <that's what, laughs> we'll come on to. Right, let's move on to the may United game. I just want to start by saying rest in peace to the may United fan who collapsed and unfortunately passed away at the game. His name was Ronnie Greenwood. He was in his 70s and uh, I think it was partway through the game he collapsed and people went to care to him and was given CPR and stuff but you know, he unfortunately passed away. So I just know, to so start it's like my second Jack's comments but it's um, so ironic that his
1: name's Ronnie Greenwood. Yeah. That's just like weird isn't it? Ronnie Greenwood probably uh, would fucking die if he saw the state of St. The same uh, there Oh fucking hell. Um, um, uh, there, was, there is West Ham there I saw one post from a West Ham fans page on the internet they're trying to raise funds for his funeral so mm-hmm. if you want to
0: search that up you can be able to find it if you want to get involved with that. But Onto the game. Initial comments in the lineup: There was no Carroll or IU. They were both on the bench. And we made special disp- dispensation for IU to stay behind from the African Cup of Nations for a day. And he came come on for the grand total of two minutes. Yeah. But anyway, no Carroll, which I didn't quite get. Because I would have I would have favoured the league over the cup. Yeah, because we're
1: not, we're not safe. No. And <laughs> well, the it highs are being wonderful. But last night went so well, didn't it? <laughs> that it was well worth resting yeah, for well, like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, well worth playing... Well, you know, getting him ready for the cup. Yeah, so just breaking it down. I mean, we'll come on to the Mike Dean sort of decisions and stuff in a minute. But I just want to get your sort of consensus on the performance itself, aside from obviously the controversial red card on the offside. I thought we were excellent. Mm-hmm. I
1: thought we were really, really good. I thought everyone worked hard for each other. Um, I thought, I'd like to give special mention over, well the last two two games other than the last night for Lanzini and I think in general Lanzini yeah. he's getting physically stronger you can see he's bulking up mm-hmm. and I think that's really helping us Yeah, and I don't because I, I think this is turning we we could be curious to turn into a bit of just a player slanging match but hopefully people understand my point of they're very similar players Piat and Lanzini but I think certain expense uh, aspects Lanzini gives you more yeah. because he when we haven't got the ball he works harder
0: yeah yeah, and it's just, I mean, like you said, just to echo you what you said, I don't want to turn this into a Pyatt slating match, but... Because we love it, I, st- I still don't... I don't yeah, mean, this... and what he done for us last season, fantastic, but it's just little things, like when he loses the ball, if Lanzini loses the ball, he, like, turns around and chases yeah. straight back, but Pyatt just sort of, like, kicks the turf and starts walking back and expects everyone else to do it.
1: And I've said this on, well, on our podcast and on other podcasts on the network, but, Um, you can, you can carry Mavericks. Mm. You can, like, you look at the Kanyo, the amount of yeah. times we had to carry him, mm-hmm. but... For 30, if there's 30 million pounds i found just a to sound like a broken record but if there's 30 million pounds on the table uh, funnily
0: enough I put a, a poll out on our podcast account a couple of days ago uh, our podcast company is get hammered FP by the way if anyone wants to get in contact uh, if we had a bid of 30 million for pirate would you accept it? 51% said no 49% said yes but that just shows how split it's, it's more of a say of it dead heat. Yeah, for yeah really because old... it was like over 500 votes as well so
1: it's a decent yes, it's a decent,
0: yeah, it's straw, a decent number it's representative poll. of I mean, I know, I know there's a sense that some of them could might not have been West Ham fans, but on the whole.
1: Yeah, you've you got to think uh, the amount of people that follow us are mm-hmm. West Ham fans.
0: But getting back to the main night game,
1: your takeaways, your thoughts about think, their performance? F-
0: first half, the Hale was the best player on the pitch, and that says it all. Even a pundit said that. Yeah. The Hale was the best player on the pitch. And then, I mean, <sighs> White, he's not a right back, so I feel bad for him, but he got done far too easy for their first goal by Rashford. Yeah. I mean, I know it's like you always. Up against it playing Rashford, his pace and that, but he, he just got absolutely turned inside out.
1: I was talking to Kingsley and he going, I don't know if I'm going to get in contact with Kingsley. We will be getting him on soon this year. Um, but I said we're doing all right. But as soon as they bring either Rashford or Martial on, yeah, we're fucked because we're working so hard. Mm. And when the the, um, the fresh legs of their pace comes, I went
0: right, up against our fullbacks. Yeah, then and that that was proved bored out, wasn't it? Mm. And just to echo what you said as well, carry Carroll two games in three days. So he played oh, as well, didn't he? Uh, did no, he... Leicester.
1: Sorry, he didn't play. Didn't start this midnight though, did he? Oh no,
0: sorry. That, yeah, that was no, that was no, the point. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's the point. You, what you, said, down yeah, you said it because someone on our coach said uh, we're slagging off Bennett after that game. Billich should be sacked on the spot for not starting Carroll. And everyone was like, "You can't play two games in three days." Yeah, if
1: anyone looks at his injury track record and his injury history, you've got to understand that he can't play two games in three days.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right, let's get on to it then.
1: The Mike. And, De- well, and,
0: this, this podcast is called. You... The, this podcast is called the Mike Dean Show. I wanted so, want to change. We we'll keep the title, but I wanted to change the title after last night. I don't know what I would have changed it to, but yeah. Um, but what did you just call him? Jack, when we were talking about we Mike, well, Mr. Michael Dean, <laughs> Mr. Michael Dean, how he ever or how he still is a professional referee. Oh, he's a fucking. Oh, and I've it's gone. not. It's not just us. It's sort of nationally recognised now how poor he is. Yeah. yeah. He wants to be. The se- I saw a stat the other day. He wants to be the centre of attention because. He handed out the last red card of 2016. He's now handed out the first red card of 2017. And there's a video. I can't. Remember, I think it was that game, the May
1: night game, but um, of him. Well, him talking slowed mm. down so you can lip read, and he's so exaggerated. And once, and rather than just doing little, he went talk to me like that again, and then you're off. Like and it was really. Yeah. He's. Moved, I can't do it justice. It's not obviously not a visual medium. Is it yeah. a
0: podcast? But, I mean, the challenge itself. Everyone that I know has said it's not a red card. Even like former referees and stuff that I've seen on the TV have said it's not a red card. And well, if that is a red card, we might as well pack up and go on. No, game's gone. Game's gone. Being non non-con- non-contact. Game. Game has gone. Uh, initially, when the change was made, he went to the po- uh, his pocket for a yellow, but then saw Phil Joe's rolling around like he'd been fucking shot, and then made took it- his time to think about it. And obviously the Man United players were getting rounded. Yeah. Man United have done what they've done for the last twenty five years. We'll crowd, we'll crowd
1: the referee until we get our own way. Yeah. Roy Keane did it. Gary Neville did it.
0: And, and, it, worked, and it worked. Fair play, Yeah, it worked. Yeah, it worked. So, and it's it's just the amount of time he took. I mean, if he's a red card, you know straight away. And how's the line. or the full fisher could
1: help you out from there. You I mean, you, yeah. you were right near the instant, mate. You got to sort it out for yourself.
0: Yeah. Like I said, he just wants to be centre attention. And I've got a question for you: Should refs? Have to answer the media or clubs after well, the game. Well, I think I said this
1: to you or dad or whatever. But I think I think you. Every referee has to do. I have to do. Make three media appearances every so they, so they can be called into a press conference, post match press conference, three times a season. So, like,
0: right, then how would you manage that? Who will call them into the press conference?
1: What it? if it was on Sky? So Sky have got three for every referee. Yeah. so Sky, it's Sky that chooses, not Sky, the club. No. Sky, i say, it's a controversial decision. Mm-hmm. No, if it was a boring game, and then if had a fine game, she ain't going to want to talk to him, are you? No. So, like, and it, but there can be an independent panel or whatever, and Sky can say, well, this is one of your interviews, you've got to give an interview because you had a shocker. Yeah. Or there's something you want to talk
0: to you about. Mm. No, I agree. And do you think there's anything else that needs to be done? Or is there anything else uh, that can be done? I'm not being funny. Each... Like video, video technology, like, because uh, it works uh, so well for goal line technology, so... But... It was, and oh, we're we massive cricket
1: fans, aren't we? Yeah. And, and um for for thing I don't think offside. I don't think off. I think goal line technology is a positive. Yeah. I don't think you can be slowing down for every foul. But I think again, it's a similar principle to what I said about the media and the TV I think you can get one challenge like you know in tennis. Yeah. Or like in cricket. When mm-hmm. you you say, I reckon in in football you can get one challenge a game.
0: Yeah. For whatever you want. Or it's even good. even if they just put the screens by the dugouts and if the referee's not sure. He just, like, as a word of the fourth official, says, um, like, I'm not it, it could be a red card challenge. What do you think? And, and all it takes is five seconds for the Fisher and, to clear it up.
1: And for people who say, oh, it's slowed the game down. Slowed the game. But the amount of times, like, the game gets slowed down anyway for yeah. like, little fouls and little discrepancies and arguments amongst players and officials.
0: And not being funny, the amount of time he took to issue that <laughs> red card. Sorry, but I always know where you're, you're really going to make a strong point because you've got the pen in your hand from, like, the notes. Yeah. The, the pen comes right in my face. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I can handle it. Anyway, awesome. can... No, but anyway, the amount of time uh, Mike Dane took to give that red card to Fagouli, it must have been a good 10-15 seconds probably between the foul and him actually giving yeah, the red card. it felt like ages. Yeah, like you said he could have
1: easily said to the nah, official... Have a look on the monitor. Yeah.
0: Have a look at that syrup. Uh, Mickey Flanagan, Flanagan joke for anyone listening. Uh, and just finally, the offside goal as well. Three players offside for their second goal. Liesman was looking in completely opposite direction. And uh, then, like Mike Dane... When the guy winning was sort of looking over to his linesman, for a
1: For actually, ironically, a bit of a system. Yeah.
0: But with what he should have. But it's just it's just it always seems to be United as well.
1: Um because the mate they've got they've got the monopoly on referees and things like that. Must be. And can I just make one little sidebar reference? Mm. Can you imagine if your shoe was on the other foot and it happened to Mourinho? Because you know what I'm gonna say, don't you? Yeah. You, he waited what, he's such a fucking wind-up merchant. I do love him, but he is a wind-up merchant. He waited for Mike then to come off the pitch so he could sh- pat, pat him on the back and shake his hand. Yeah. Yeah. And um, can I make my next point? About my, you one you of my can. last points about the main United game. You can. Um, I, I'm not one of these sort of... I spoke about before. I'm not one of these sad, sad oh, i missed the eyed people, wish we were back at Upton Park and things like that. But for the first time, I had a little sort of epiphany, little glimpse in my memory where I thought, if, if this was Upton Park, it'd be rocking. Because yeah. we've, we, we've, we've been up against it all day. The players have worked their nuts off. And for that, like, when it was 1-0, we, we had chances. Antonio had the chance, didn't he, when he mm-hmm. broke through and De Gea made the save. About 20 minutes to go. But if there was 20 minutes to go at Upton Park, that place would be rocking. Yeah. But people getting up and leaving at you know, uh,
0: London or OS, or London like the Stadium. Yeah. yeah, like that oh, it was yesterday. But <sighs> Do you think things are even themselves out? Because I don't. No. <clears throat> I don't. I mean... I mean, it, if you think back to sort of decisions where we thought, oh, we've got a wave one there. Like, it was the Nordic right road card. But uh, that the that the, the, the Burnley Cup. goal. The
1: Burnley goal when, was it Cattie? Handled it? Yeah. Handled it. Like was, Katty I can't quite...
0: Yeah. Uh, but aside from that, I can't remember. And I can remember a lot more decisions going against last us. Season, last season, last season, I'll, I'll, I'll argue with anyone, we were cheated
1: out of the Champions League. Yeah. Chelsea away. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest and th- um, P- uh, Keyat is red card against Palace.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And like, like we said, for goodies, that cards now this is can be applied to football in general, right? For goodies, red is now being rescinded, which is fine. sorry he ain't got a three-game ban or two-game ban, whatever it is. But how did that help us there, then and there in that moment?
0: Yeah, don't, it doesn't. We still had ten men, ten men for seventy-five minutes plus. Nah, it that needs to be looked at. But I just got a double point here as well because there was video really, was emerging off, or during a game of West Ham fans fighting again. And uh, that all went round the press. oh, so more fights at London Stadium, blah, blah, blah. That these that a run for the uh Cambridge, if it's goal. Yeah, you no, that, that's my oh, double sorry. point. But, uh, you know, the video emerged of, like, fans fighting and stuff. Yeah, they met police, but I a tweet after the game saying no one was arrested.
1: There's it's, it's definitely an anti-media bias towards West Ham. I yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Someone come at me on Twitter. It's all the Spurs fans say, like, oh, you've got a stadium for two million quid a year. Or two million, yeah, two million pound a year. Well, there's jealousy and then there's
0: bullying. Yeah. P- painted wrongly. And then the second point that you just ruined. Uh, <laughs> after their second goal, there was a fan, may not a fan, that literally <laughs> ran on the pitch, hugged Ibrahimovic, done a little dance on the pitch, then ran straight back off and into the, into the crowd and the stewards didn't get him. There were stewards pointing and sort of like, as if to saying, oh, what are we supposed to do? He was on a pitch and they were just pointing at him and like looking at each other. And and uh, this is me not slagging off the club either. Last night... Because so we'll all
1: get round to it. Them two geezers that run on Spider Man, Superman costumes, whatever it was. Yeah. They was on. They could have had knives or anything. And it's not well. It's not West Ham's fault. It's the, the RLC. Yeah. And Olympic Le- Legacy Committee. Yeah. That we And I'm going to make this point now. Um, Baz Cox.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, Baz Cox. Um, prop preeminent West Ham fan blogger. Actually, the cracker is he's actually written for the website and done pieces for the website. He's done a piece about Mark Noble's
0: testimonial. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you seen that video of Mark Noble's testimonial? No. Where I he haven't. stands up and thinks it's all about you Noble Noble turns around and starts scrapping him. Yeah, so that's, oh. that that went on the website and that probably was part of that piece. So I'm not sure if it went on the website. I don't think it went on the website. But yeah, he, he has got connections with
1: the club. There's mm. no, and he, He's not some sort of ICF brute or anything like that. No, no, no. Brute, that was a bit gay. I hate that word. <laughs> um, Okay, But, he put up on Twitter that I haven't been banned, but my name's on like a watch list. Yeah. Of people, but and I will defend the club on this one. It's not the club that prepare prepare and put together this watch list. It's again, it's the mm. stadium operator.
0: But well, I, I think the club can have some influence on that. Really, they, they can't be letting things like that happen. Like just people supporting the team. He didn't even do he, apparently he didn't even do nothing wrong.
1: I think he said I think he said fuck. That was literally it. It's perfect. Uh, it's perfect, mate. And uh, we 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 have got the the main crux of the podcast is what's going
0: wrong, and that lends itself towards it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to last night's game, Man City game. Uh, were you happy with starting
1: eleven? I was. I was buzzing. Yeah. Because all day I said to you when you come in when we were getting ready to go, I said I haven't really thought about this game today because I've got a feeling he's going to write it off. Mm. I thought it was going to Well, Adrian in goal. It was Adrian in goal, but I thought. I thought Oxford
0: would
1: play. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, th- I thought Martinez would play, which was something I was actually quite excited about. Yeah. Or at least be on the bench. And I put on Twitter in the morning, I was like, I really hope um, Martinez is involved tonight. Yeah, but
0: he? Caleri was brought in from the cold. But I, I still think he'll go. Well, for all intents and purposes, I thought he'd left the club. I yeah. literally he, had, he was in South America over Christmas, twenty he? was a supposed injury. But he was, he was injured, and then he came back to train the Monday and was in the squad. For... So back
1: to your original question, I was really happily,
0: pleasantly surprised by the strength of the team. Yeah, obviously, Carroll starting and Piatt on the bench, but Piatt, maybe you need that wake-up call. Like, But yeah. maybe but, but it's why I just turned around to him and said, we're resting, you But anyway, do, do you want to, just before we get into the game itself, because I know you've got something to tell you, it's Pep Guardiola, sort of before, like, he's Oh, because yeah, because I, I wrote
1: that, not thinking, We I thought we were going to do a podcast before, and I, I didn't realise we... I did, well, I didn't remember that we had Man City on Friday night,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: it's Kind of rendered a bit useless now because they've just beaten us 5 0. But the whole pet meltdown thing mm-hmm. that happened after who <laughs> uh, did they play? Burnley, Burnley on New uh, on the second on Bank Holiday Monday. And he went into his press conference and was just so, I think, rude. Yeah, I think arrogant and rude. You got to think that them press journalists are only doing a the job, mm-hmm. they're only it's not only us like going, they're not on millions of pounds a week, are they people that work for the BBC, BBC Radio? No. I think have a little bit more humility mate you're one when you are one of the greatest coaches in the world have a little bit
0: more respect for people and but my my thoughts on it is I think that for the first time in his managerial career he's actually under pressure and stressed because you look at it Barcelona easiest team in the world to manage Bayern Munich again one of the easiest teams in the world to manage but this is where he's actually up against it, isn't it? Where questions are actually being asked and he don't like it. He can't he can't, he can't handle it. That's no. why I don't
1: think he can't handle being questioned.
0: Obviously, it's still early on in his career. What, so or, we'll or, see. or is it? From his comments. Yeah, that from his comments, he said uh, he's getting close to retirement. But the end of my coaching journey. He could just be bluffing that. But anyway, let's move on to the game. Because up until the goal, I thought we was all right. We weren't excellent, but we was all right. We was obviously we'd set up to defend, which I never really like at home. Especially when you had uh, when City's weakest area is their defence, and you had Andy Carroll up front, it's sort of like you're not util- utilising your main asset. And their weakness, but we the defending; we was doing all right. I
1: thought we were quite. We, I thought we were quite. Like first twenty-four
0: minutes, twenty-four
1: minutes, we contained them. We had a couple, We had a handful of chances. Yeah, bits and pieces. And then
0: the penalty. I mean, I was I've, in the toilet. Yeah, and it was in the toilet. I've not seen it back, but friend, like the majority of friends of mine. Uh, think it was a penalty. Obviously, some pundits have said it's not, but I'm I'm not too fussed about that because if it's one of them where it's sort of like 50 50, yeah, you get, you get something. It's not a yeah. kind of blatant sort of. I mean, I, I can handle that because we, we get penalties that are sort of 50 50. So 50 50, I don't mind about, and obviously, Yo Yo scored it. And then about two minutes later, Fagouli has missed an open goal. Yeah, that's true. He's and he's scored, he's after his. <laughs> I know, again, I'm slating a player, but after his performance last night, I actually genuinely wish he was suspended for that game, wish his red card hadn't been rescinded.
1: And my counterpoint, not my counterpoint, but my little two cents on that is, I thought last night, before the game, I thought, oh, you've had a little bit of publicity, you, know? you, could, you, you could potentially get a little run in the team now, like, we've got people missing because of African Cup of Nations, mm. you haven't gone, you've got a little boost because you had that little red red card rescinded and you've got a standing ovation from that red card yeah. and you think, oh, this is your time to knuckle down and really make it, because I, I thought he was a good player i said on this podcast before, when we signed him for, Val- for Valencia, I was buzzing. Yeah, I thought he was a decent player Because well. I watched him quite a lot when Gary... Ne- I made a point at watching Valencia last season when Gary Neville was appointed. And I thought, oh, he's a really tasty. When we
0: got him, I was... But yeah, I think he can fuck off now. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> any, I think coming out of the game as well, obviously, we lost 5-0. That's one of the most embarrassed I've ever been. I mean, I'm... We'll, we'll, look, my thing, my thing is...
1: We we were 3-0 we down at half-time, weren't we? Yeah, because they scored two goals in quick succession. That penalty was about 10 minutes before half-time, and then they scored two goals in about five, three or four minutes. Mm. And, I, and I just turned around to you and went, we're 3-0 down out of fucking nowhere. You mm. know what I mean? And the thing is, like...
0: We lost 5-0, but City didn't really come out of second game. The last last 35 minutes was completely pointless. Yeah. And Mike Oliver blew up exactly, on exactly 90 minutes, didn't he? Because then the streak has come on, and, and he just blew up straight away. I was like, what's the point? And you know what?
1: Um, I, I lost it in second half because I I lost it because the fact that it was like a training game.
0: None of the players cared. I felt so sorry for Winston Reid as well, because uh, he was like he he was flying in tackles and making blocks and stuff and covering where one was making mistakes. And he's been like that for a few weeks now. He's he's just been like although he's been conceding goals, uh, he he was weren't great at the start of the season. But I think he's really back to his best now. Yeah. And it, I know it's weird to coincide with us form see the and stuff. Goals. But him, I felt sorry for, and I felt sorry for Obiang, because he was just overrun in midfield. I mean, Fernandez and Lanzini, they're sort of... I know Lanzini's got stronger, and Fernandez is quite strong, but they're still very light players. And to play in that central midfield, uh, Obiang is used to playing with Noble or Chiate, who can hold their own in terms of muscular strength well, that's, and stuff.
1: Well, that's my point. Um, I'm going to bring that point up now. Is, um first game without Chiate, Yeah, and I think we missed him
0: immensely. Yeah, 10 out and of 10. Say, and say like, in the end of the season he says, right, I've had enough now. I want to go somewhere. I won't fucking blame him. At the no. moment, I wouldn't blame him. But anyway, just to finish up as well, like he uh, alluded to it earlier, the streakers. Although the stewards were really slow in response and stuff, I thought it was quite funny. It, it,
1: was a, it was a light moment like, yeah. on a
0: dark, dark evening. So someone's come on dressed as Spider-Man and someone's come on I'm not sure what he was dressed as the second one. No. Like, they've, they've run to the penalty area and someone's made a tackle and the other, the other person's dived. Yeah. And it, was, it, was, yeah, it was just, it, just like, it summed it up, like, didn't it? Yeah.
1: This is this is a circus. You might, you might as well get circus acts involved for thing in the proceedings. Mm. Um, what have you got written down next? What Palace we, preview. What
0: we got Are we gonna do Palace preview first? Yeah. All right. Obviously, the return of Big Sam, and he's gonna be bang up for this game. A because Palace <sighs> are struggling, and B because he's coming back here and this is his first game at Olympic Stadium. And again, we're in a little bit of turmoil again. Mm. And he he knows that as well. He's full well that the fans. There's uh, discontent amongst the fans, and he he'll use that to his advantage. it will just frustrate us. And of course, Tom's coming back. Tomkins, mm-hmm. yeah. Tomkins coming back, and his rumours will come onto transfer. But Collins might be going to Palace, but I'm not sure. Uh, it will be a difficult game, especially as well. I'll point out a key point: if we don't sign a right back, and if Byron ain't fit, you've got Wilfred Zaha up against North we'll, we'll come on. So I might as well raise that point now.
1: Right, right back problem area. We should have. F- we should have had a right back sorted for the first of January. We should yeah. we should have had one right because it's such a problem area, and it's pathetic that Nord white has been playing there. Kuyat has played there for a bit, or played there. I think I'm right in saying he's played some time there this season. Not Bonner. Like no, been, not Bonner. No. Um, there was someone. There's someone else that's played out there, but it's such a problem area, and I think it's pathetic that we haven't got one a, a recognised. Right? Well, we have, haven't we got up
0: below and
1: yeah yeah all right then yeah no yeah no, no but yeah
0: no, so no why, yeah you... why why is <laughs> i mean whatever's happened in training you you just put it aside for the say for the pff, good of the club you just put it aside and get up in there to do a job yesterday even if you don't like him sign a new right, right back in january and then jog him on but it's pointless having a right back sitting sort of nowhere and playing a central midfielder at right back
1: and the thing is we've heard rumours for I'm not going to go into the rumours blah 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 but why Why is there no explanation and if the, if the rumours are correct well, you just don't want him why don't you terminate his contract yeah. you're paying his bloody wages so, so he's he, he sitting there and, and
0: breach of contract for what he did supposedly if, 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 yeah allegedly but anyway Palace are a good side I mean I think arguably they're the best side that Allardyce has taken over in that sort of position in a relegation Play, player for player yeah. I 1000% agree Right, so I've done, sort of, a team, or sort of a line-up, but bear in mind, I did this before, before the City before game. yesterday. So, I've gone Randolph, Byron right-back, Reed in the centre, but I'm going to change that, I'm going to have Oxford in the centre instead of Ogbonna. Right, can I can I raise a
1: point then, since you brought up Oxford's name? Yeah. I would um, play Oxford for the right-back. Well, I've played by Byron, because I think he'll be fit by Oh, so, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, so Randolph in goal, Byron right-back, Reid Knoxford in centre, Crestworth left-back, Noborn, Obiang midfield, then Antonio Lanzini, Payet behind Carroll, and on the bench, Adrian Ogbonna, Nordwright, Fernandez, for Guly Fletcher, Martinez. Obviously, that's on the assumption as well that we haven't signed anyone between now and the Palace game. But I think that's the best possible team we could put out.
1: He's got, he's got to shut like with the inclusion hopefully of Byron and Oxford. He's got to shut and Martinez on the bench. He's got to shuffle the pack a little yeah. bit. If we again, like you just said, if we don't sign
0: anyone, he's got he's got to change things up because And I realise I've just shown you the answers to the No, uh, I not I, I, I honestly didn't read them. Didn't read it. Right. Uh anyway, let's have a prediction.
1: Am I am I too strong in saying <coughs> am I too strong in saying this is a must win game? It is Am I Um we got, we got a win, but I don't... Uh, one nil, we nick it 1-0. We ain't going to keep a clean sheet, but I'm saying we nick it 1-0. We're
0: going for a one or draw. I don't think we're going to win. I'm not actually that confident.
1: And can I just raise a point? And because we we are coming on to the whole structure of the football club in a minute. But I know Palace are having a shocking scene and everyone's will like, oh, yeah, we're still above Palace. But player for player, I've got two points, I so almost just coming to my head. The players that they bought, Benteke, uh, Tompkins obviously, Townsend. Um, well, Remy's coming back to fitness now. I'm not because he ain't played this season, but he probably wait, they probably. Right, right, this is yeah. weird. Cause we, we're we're recording why games are going on. Cause yeah. We're playing on a Friday night. It's fucking strange. Um, but player for player, they probably spent their net spend was probably similar to ours.
0: Yeah. In
1: fact, when we spent twenty million on Andre, are you? Mm-hmm. On quite a bit. What's up there? That's a the point. Masawaku. Apparently, he's injured. Apparently, he's got a knee injury. Um, yeah so we. but then it's been probably to a similar level as ours
0: mm-hmm. would you play a play? would you rather have, well, have had their transfer window yeah I think I probably would I would have taken ben Tech, eh? Uh, I would, <laughs> I would have taken Tompkins that's my, next, that's my next question yeah Um, we've signed what 13, 14
1: players this summer, 12, 13, 14 players this summer mm-hmm. so James Tompkins was one of our would you have Tom, if it was Tompkins back and you could have any all the players gone yeah. and Tompkins back would you do it yeah I'd take it that that sums it up. Mm. That sums up how, profi- how pathetic our um, transfer window was.
0: But then that's the big question. Who's responsible for that transfer window? Well, well, should we, be we move on to that now? Well, we're going to move on to like... I'm sorry, mate. In January, obviously throughout January, I think they'll do a transfer update week by week. Just like obviously, saying sort of what's happened. Hopefully
1: we'll have X on next week. So yeah, we'll
0: have X a bit more on the next week. But comment? first point, let's just list all the transfer rumours of recent days. Okay. I mean, they could literally... Basically, we are just giving people an update. So they could be like the shittiest rumours in the world. No, we'll just, we'll just go from... Players I, we've been linked with. An A star rumour to a, you, Yeah. Like. But anyway, I think the most prominent rumour... Well, there's two most prominent rumours. Defoe and what I want to speak about at the moment. Hogan. Hulk. Scott Hogan who plays for Brentford. Uh, apparently we're going to be £12 million for him. And apparently he's desperate to come. But £12 million, My thoughts are £12 million pound for a player that's had half a season in championship scoring goals. And a player that's done his cruciate ligament twice—that's that, the ma- That's the massive fucking red, red in the last three or four years, and had to have his knee reconstructed. I think that's just a huge risk. In the day, though, I think I think he'd fit
1: right. We all, I, was like, I would say, well, oh, we fit. He fits right. In, ha ha ha! But he does, and I don't think
0: that's acceptable. No, um, What? I mean, it could be another Byram situation where. We feel we're being pushed because he's our target. And we want to sign him at the end of the season, but because Watford are going after him, we feel we need to sign him now. But why? Why are you letting other clubs dictate your transfer? Transfers?
1: And Jack, I understand exactly what you're saying, but hold on, we're
0: going after someone.
1: Maybe, maybe we can't get these better people
0: though? The rumours: Batshuayi is off to uh, Swansea in exchange for Lorente. Yeah. So,
1: well, but I, I won't go that, after him. That room. was another one. That was another
0: one. Well, I've got I've made a point now who I'd go after. All right.
1: We did know we what we've done that previously, you've done it, you've written something. No, games, I've
0: don't. no I've said to you like this week but a player I'll go after. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah by a yeah, yeah. Leverkusen and made Hernandez available for twenty million. The same twenty million we supposedly bid for Moussa Dembele. Why am I not going after Hernandez? He's a goal scorer. He's one of the best goal scorers about. It, I think you jumping a chance to come back to the premiership as well.
1: And you you put you put No, can I move on to the fall? Yeah. Can I move on? Yeah. And, and I'm I'm not if we we'll it we'll end up with Hogan and that it'll just be We'll take your pick whether that's going to work or not because it ain't a sure-fired thing. Um, anyway, the fire, right? We had, we had a five-million pound bid turned down. I called, this is called Sky Sports. Yeah. We went back in with a six-million pound bid. That, that that was turned down. We ended our interest. And then you put up on Twitter, on the shared uh, podcast account, Twitter. Yeah, Habit FP. We had, um, we had four months to sort out a January target.
0: Who we were certain was going to come. Certain was going out. to come.
1: And now it seems like we're doing the typical thing that we do, and I'm only going to quote it like this. It's like when you go out on a night out, you go after, you try all night to go after the best-looking bird. You're buying her drinks all night, you're buying her drinks all night, and then she she goes off with someone else, and you're left on your own. All your mates have gone home, 4 o'clock in the morning, taking someone, well, quite frankly, who's pissed out of their head and will do anything for a Bacardi Breezer, a.k.a. Wellington and
0: just just it's on that point, just on that point when you said uh, oh yeah you are buying her drinks all night you've really got you've got to stop doing that to Rose oh Rose <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll keep trying to make advances
0: to her but she said no I'm she, getting, she's engaged <laughs> to the wrong brother I'm mar- I'm marrying your brother <laughs> um, anyway no I see what you mean no like, but
1: it's not it's a really I mean, it's not actually a really, really sexist comment to make but you know you
0: know what I'm driving at yeah and anyone listening and like you said you said about our tweet there. But it is, we had four months. For four months we knew we had to sign a striker. So we should have been even talking to someone and certain that they're gonna come. But now it's got to seven days in a trans seven days have got a attraction and we've given up on our number one target. And
1: and the thing is, like you might have had, had it written down in some of the feedback and questions we got, but talking to people on Twitter, as I do now, on a regular basis, which is a shame. Um three up three thousand followers plus now. Um but the th- oh Oh shit detected. Wait, well, not- well, it's not bullshit because you go. It, it is when I'm folio. Oh, that that will be a glorious day. <laughs> anyway, but do you think we got this money? What do you actually think? Like yeah, Lacazette, Lacazette, like Backer, We'll get we'll get our names in the paper. We'll get linked with these players, but we have got no intention of getting any any kind of deal done. I don't know, that's a good point, isn't it? It's it's, it's like where's I know, that money gone? I know, I know. You, everyone's say you're mental, you're or, but it's like on football manager when you haven't actually got the money, but. You can put £100 million bids in if you're exit are for Cristiano Ronaldo. But when it comes to it, I'm sorry, you've got insufficient funds in your bank account to complete the deal.
0: Yeah. It's just like, we'll get You I... want to adjust your wage budget. Yeah. Gives you that option as well. <laughs> I thought manager. But anyway, just back onto bids as well. Apparently yesterday, according to Sky Sports News, we had a £3 million bid turned down for Robert Snodgrass. Embarrassing. It is embarrassing. It's because, I think Paddy Power put a tweet up, didn't they? I? I think I've got it here, actually. Right, yeah, I found it. So this is Paddy Power. They put a tweet in yesterday saying West Ham bid £3 million for Robert Snodgrass the day after they tried to buy Jermaine Defoe for £5 million. And this is obviously Karen Brady speaking. They've got themselves in a real mess. And now they're pulling prices literally out of the air.
1: That's pretty apt, isn't it? Yeah, obviously that was that was a... Um, type
0: They've ripped from The Apprentice. That's not something she was yeah, actually she's, talking she's about. Not actually she's, t- she's not talking about a transfer activity like no. that, but it's... Uh, it's a joke, mate. Uh, but Stodgrass as well, he's one of Hull's best player, uh, best players. They're in a fight against relegation who's just signed a new contract. Why the hell would they let him go for three million? It's like us letting Pyatt go too. for
1: three million. Um and right like, if I if you if you'd have said to me, like when we recorded our last podcast, I would come on here and say, I think I'm not gonna say I think the owners should go, but I think the end of this window, and I think the summer window is a defining window for them. Mm. And you remember, you remember, you do remember, because it was the start of the season. And I said, if if we got relegated, this has got a point to it's not just a dig. This, um, if we got relegated, then I think the owners should go.
0: Yeah.
1: And we had a massive debate in the pub, me, you and Dad, about, Dad was saying, which and you were saying, it's a fair point, they rescued us from being a portsmouth, blah, 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 blah. But my argument now is, the fact that I think their reign and their time should be divided into two eras. It should be divided, taking us... Uh, pre-Olympic stadium and post-Olympic stadium as in where we are now. I think you've also got to consider as well is who's going to come in.
0: Exactly the point I made. you don't want to jump out of a chip fan into the fire.
1: Exactly. You look at them, they sold Birmingham,
0: well, Golden Sullivan, sold Birmingham yeah. to
1: Carson Young. So we do have to be careful. Careful what you wish for. But yeah. but my argument is I just don't... They they don't seem like they're willing to spend money. Mm. Like what? Now, I, need, I know if what we were interviewing one of them now... Well, we spent
0: 20 million on Andre, are you? Yeah, but that was someone we could have had on a free transfer 12 months earlier. And we spent 20 million on midfielder when we needed a striker. Because I think he is more a midfielder than he a striker.
1: And it's, blat- it's blatantly the owner, um, the links that Sullivan's got to the same agents. Cause yeah. why would you go after someone and then suddenly go after the same player and pay 20 million for him? Mm. And again, I am sorry, know I'm going off again, but you, you might as well cover this. Because your argument on Facebook last night, I think you put it on Facebook instead of Twitter, was... Why would you sack Bilic?
0: Yeah. Why? basically you are marking him off because you need to identify first who's been buying them players in the summer because he's he's had a fantastic season last season and everyone's expecting me included us to push on this season but he's just not been given the players. No. You can't push you can't progress with the same squad As, as abrupt as it sounds you cannot go forward with the same squad you need to consistently improve it. And he's not—he's not been given a—he's even not been given the funds to consistently improve it. Or he's been dictated to what yeah, players. Or it's been done above his head. So I think it's unfair to say to Billich. and also the players. Last night, apart from reading Obiang, which of them players actually performed to an acceptable level? None of them. And that's that's been a recurrent again. Yeah, we. We need, we need a <laughs> buzzer for that, but this I'll record it. I'll record it. I can get something from work where I can record like, a button. Yeah. But anyway, this is our word for the yeah. podcast. It's been a recurring theme throughout the season, the players haven't been performing. And um, all right, you can say, oh, it's down to Billich motivating them, but it's only so much motivating he can do. If they're going to make mistakes like that, how how can he be responsible for mistakes on the pitch? No. And just getting back to... I think we had a, fant- we had a fantastic
1: season out the park, last season at of the park, Bilic's first season. One of the best seasons I've seen as a supporter, definitely. Mm-hmm. And don't you think, we are moving into a new stadium, new one? this was our chance really to kick on and West Ham to move forward. Yeah. And in an ideal world, I think we need three or four players. Mm, if we go back to we needed. If we go back to the first year, like we, I need a striker, right,
0: centre
1: half, probably another centre half, yeah. and probably another. So, but big, big time players. Yeah. And I, I've made this point to you that you're gonna get sick of hearing this, but I thought this was gonna be somewhere where I thought, cool, we've made some serious moves. and I'm really mm. happy that the squad's really turned, but we haven't done that.
0: No. Nah. Uh, but anyway, just to sort of round up the transfers as well, the rumours. Obviously, we're going after a right back as well. And the three main names we've been linked with Kieran Trippier from Spurs, but ex wxu employees said Spurs are difficult to do business with, and Daniel Levy in particular. Uh, Dominic Guy-Orfer Gayorfer from Wolves, and then Glenn Johnson. I mean, I'll take any of them to be honest. I, I said, when we, we, about in November, we done a
1: transfer, like, ridi- uh, not ridiculous, realistic wanting list. Yeah. And the following. Johnson were one or two of my top targets people that we think we could get. Mm-hmm. And on a side note to that, when you've done yours, Fabian Delph was one of them, right? Yeah. Um, he's been linked with a move to Newcastle and Villa today. Uh, in, the, in the championship, so yeah. why can't we step in? I think in? we could do with him right now.
0: Why can't we step in on that one? But anyway, uh, just finally to round up the transfers, of all them transfers, which one... Which one transfer do you think is most likely to happen? Hogan. I agree. Hogan, definitely. Purely for XWH's tweet last night, he said, "Not sure that it really helps, but uh, Hogan's close to signing, and obviously he's not in Brentford squad today." There's rumours that he's picked up an injury, but I mean, I don't, it do not make a difference to us now because we're not if in he's the cup. Cu- if he's cup tied or not, but whether he's like travelling down or something or travelling, no, it's only across London, isn't it? But oh well, it's another, it's another gamble, isn't it? It is another gamble,
1: and and then just, is there more? More? We got more content about the owners coming, but. Um, David Gold is in hospital
0: so all, yeah. all jokes aside like, if he's not well you're yeah. all the best mate so. and I, I, I did have a sentimental value I didn't tag him in a tweet when I got the owners last night I just tagged tag uh, Jack Sullivan Dave Sullivan and Karen Brady Lady Brady right this I've put in a new section here. let's just have because it's the start of the year from you a 2017 prediction so I'll ask you three questions or just three oh, straight answers and what are you going to do you're going to reply and you're going to do an I, answer yeah. where will we finish what this end of this season yeah I know it's hard to tell but just give me oh, between 12th and 15th 12th and 15th. Will Billich still
1: be in charge at the end of the season? Oh. We, um, John uh, John McGuinness actually asked that question in his feedback. Mm-hmm. But I need to look up how long he's got left on his contract. Yeah. I'm erring toward, towards the side of no. I, I just but think there's... You think so, no? Like, a kind what? of deep... a deep, Again, what we've just been talking about. About recruitment and who's
0: got... And I think he might walk out or they might just... Jog him on, for want of a better phrase. Yeah. And finally, will Pyatt be a West Ham player come first game this e- next season? In no, September? I, I'm,
1: I'm that's the most certain question you've asked me, and I'll, I'll stake my, I'll
0: yeah, yeah, I'm a thousand. Yeah, answer, oh, Jack, your answer on the postcard, please. Right, so I think eleventh because I think similar to you, but I just want it to be different yeah. so we can like uh, compare it at the end of the season. Billich, uh, Billich, I'm hoping yes. I'm so okay. I'm, I'm going to stick with yes, right. and Pyatt again, certain no, I don't think. No, so we we're, we're, we're relatively. We no, we
1: are 100 yeah, in agreement on the last player question, and more or less on agreement where we will finish. It's just billetch. Right? Anyway, we'll put I'll put them three questions up on Twitter, and I'm going to get a little bit of feedback.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it's quiz time. So, it's, it's sort of again, it's a it's a dual quiz. So there's two questions to it. First one, can you name our shirt sponsors from the beginning of time? They started in 1983. Um, BAC. BAC's one, yeah. J- just list them. Oh, else. oh, all, all, all oh, oh. Sorry,
1: i yeah. no, of them. them. BAC, um, Alpari, obviously. I'm just gonna. Yep. I know I'm going around. Doc, Doc Martins, um, Dagenham Motors. Yep. Uh, XL, hmm. Um, there's one on BAC. Uh, Avco, obviously.
0: Yep. And the rest of uh, them are just recent ones, really. Yeah. So no, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 there's still there's three there's three, oh, there's three oh, left Sorry. three left. Two thousand uh Job service, job yep. serve Um Two thousand eight Helped to sign Diego Tristan. Oh uh Spobit, yep. Spo bit. And then our current ones. Alpari. I said Alpari, didn't you know? I? Is it not Alpari no more? No, ain't it's, you? it's Betway. Betway way only Is out of all them you've got so, the current um, one wrong. Anyway, and now kit makes. Pony. Yep. Um um, bro. <laughs> Sums us up at the moment, doesn't it? Humbro <laughs> um,
1: Adidas. Uh, yeah. Uh, where are we at the moment? Macron? Yep. Who am I missing then? Pony, Humbro right, Adidas. I don't know. No. I've...
0: Right. So in 1976 to 1980, we had Admiral. Oh, Admiral. Shit, yeah. In 1987 to 1989, we had Scoreline. I wouldn't have got that. No. This next one you wouldn't have got as well. In 1989 to ninety nine ninety three. Uh B U K T A. Uh these two you're gonna kick yourself. In two thousand three two thousand seven Reebok. Reebok. And then I can't believe you didn't get this Nick. In nineteen
1: ninety nine to two thousand three Feeler. Oh no uh yeah i will quit doing the podcast now. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, I am so sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell I love that kit. Oof. shit <laughs> Good, uh, good quiz though, and I always talk. Well, you, you bought me for Christmas, didn't you? You bought me a feeler,
0: and uh, no, that was no, actually at, least. at least, yeah, Rolnick. Well, but anyway, another weekly quiz. Uh, I like we, that one. Yeah, another weekly feature because we missed the quiz in former Ham weekly because they were coming so few and far between our previous podcasts. Tal Ben Hayim joined West Ham on the third of August two thousand ten on loan until January two thousand eleven, view to a permanent deal. He made his lead debut against Oxford in the League Cup. His last game was a five nil defeat to Newcastle. <laughs> West Ham tried to get him back online, but he didn't work out with Portsmouth because obviously, of the time, that was in deep administration. He made eight legal so appearances. Oh, under Avram Grant, which was getting back online. Yeah, I think so. Or it might have been advice anyway. Yeah, it could yeah. have been. So, no, I just. Well, no, actually, it was, he was online until January, weren't he? So, it was halfway through the season. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, he returned to Portsmouth and went to QPR, standardly aged child Now he's at uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv. Uh, When Portsmouth went into administration, refused a letter from the fans to take a pay cut on his £36,000 a week wages. What a prick. And said the administrator should take a pay cut instead. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that was a wicked comeback. (laughs) No, you you take pay cut. No, you do it. On the 24th of November 2015, whilst playing for Tel Aviv, Ben Aeim was sent off in a 4-0 defeat by his former club Chelsea. Champions League stage. Can't believe he played for Chelsea. And, finally... He has the exact same name as his fellow Maccabi oh. Tel Aviv winger, Tal Ben Haim. I have not read that, but I was uh, going for my He also plays for the uh, Israeli national football team, and he is referred to in UEFA reports as Tal Ben Haim I, or Tal Ben Haim I. <laughs> Tal Ben Haim I. Yeah, Tal Ben Haim One, while Tal Ben Haim Two wears a jersey with his surname as Ben Chaim to distinguish him for his fellow oh, countrymen. Oh, fucking amateur hour. <laughs> Jesus. But anyway. Oh, well. That, that's a lighter note on a dark, dark day. Yeah, on a dark, dark day. I thought I'd like ended like a light end on a light night. But anyway, it's question time. So we're uh, going to read out the question of just like general comments we've received yeah. on our Twitter. So Lee underscore Newland who actually contributes quite regularly, do not yep. he? He's, he's put a comment in. Uh, he thinks, apart from Tor, they're all Sullivan buyers, which I can actually go along with because yep. Tor's obviously got links to uh, Links to Billich. But apart from that, Mark Bright has put, or his Twitter is uh, Tweezer Geezer give up buying shit and let the kids have a chance at least, they will fight for the cause. I mean, you you, to, in response to that, I don't think you know the buyers are going to be shit when you first get them. It's just when they start kicking the football. Yeah, it's just when they actually start. Uh, Irons, 1980, SH, has put, do we lose the players or change the manager? As that's the only choice we've got now.
1: I, I think we could do neither and still stay up. I know, it's just, it's still a sad state of affairs, but
0: yeah. At Jeff Hitch has put be serious when bidding for players rather than a few headlines, which yeah, is a point you raise. Really Highlight, we and that's an absolute, that's a brilliant nah, point. I actually. think that's spot on. Uh oh, friend of the show, I want to I make put. I want to hear Nick lose it properly. Go on a win. I inspired rant. I want a solid minute of him just going at it. Oh, I was. I am. I am angry, but I was quite controlled at the same point. Mm-hmm. Again, Lee Nolan has put. Uh, what do you think on Slav possibly lost the dressing room? Players don't seem interested. I, I thought I think I thought the crunch point was
1: uh, after the Arsenal game. Yeah. But then, uh, but then they improved it again. But then last night, it's
0: kind of... Jack, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, f- it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because, well, actually, I think. Because we said, actually, we raised that point when we were going for our losing streak before we beat Burnley and Hull on that, that we think he's lost the dressing room. But even though we won the Burnley and Hull games, the performances didn't exactly make you think, oh, he's got the players back now. Because the performances no. weren't great. It's just Hull and Burnley were particularly poor. And even Swansea, where we scored four goals, it, Swansea were woeful. And they, were freaking, they were basically, a lot of our goals were tapping. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, feedback from Michael O'Connell on Twitter, who used to write for Overland and say, I believe And it. he's coming. I think
1: we have got, obviously, X and a mystery guest, maybe. Mm-hmm. But after that, I think uh, Michael coming on a big, I'm in regular contact with him
0: yeah uh, so like I said just just DM us on a sort of let uh, get hammered fp twitter account or either either of our private or, or either personal. of our private personal accounts jackie davis or wheelchair sheen even if we've just got like sort of a review that you want to send over and you want read out on a podcast like these boys have so michael's put where do I start after that I think for me billich has his hands tied because of a cheap board we bid three million on Snow rice yesterday turned down why can't they have players in mind for a price tag attached and stop bleating about who we may or may not sign, as we are looking ridiculous now every time someone says, says. They need to start delivering soon because the number of disgruntled fans already not happy about the move will rise as we simply aren't delivering on the pitch. Also wondering, has Slav lost a ge- uh, change room because that was gutless last night and devoid of any heart. Big man up top against a keeper who can't catch a ball, not one cross into the box. Again, it's a, it's another point, it's points we're making, and everyone's thinking the same. Everyone's singing off the same tune sheet. And uh, yeah, um, so great, yeah, Thanks for the feedback. And yeah, that and that, that's excellent. To be fair, and John McGuinty again, friend of the show, has put Loy- he- loyalist. Yeah, loyalist. Heinick, It he was from the very yeah. very start. Heinick, Knowing how, uh, has been so far, and would you both renew Slav's contract at the end of the season? Oh, we, we we if we were in charge, I'd renew it and let him buy
1: some players, proper players. But yeah, it's just, we're not in charge, are oh, no, we? Pe-
0: I suppose it's a big uh, three months. few months, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think there might be a link to the amount of goals and having Adrian back in goal? Just don't think the defense are happy with him there. That's it. Could be. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's a valid point I'm because uh, again, half back to my Sunday League football days. If I had a capability when I was playing center back, if I had a me, B- I didn't trust. That's putting more pressure on myself to think don't let it get to that stage, don't let the ball get to the keeper. Yeah, yeah. And then you start doing things that sort of contribute towards uh, unnatural, unnatural yeah. to your game. He's put, the signings have been shit, but I think that both Slavs and the uh, that's both Slavs and the owner's fault. The move was always going to be hard and our players got way overconfident from last season and maybe thought it'd be easy this season. Fair point. Pyatt was promised big signings in Europe, but he got shit players and we was out of Europe before he even started the new season. No wonder his head has been turned. Having said that, as long as we don't go down, I think it would be a little harsh on Slav to get a sack at the end of the season. But if, inverted commas, big if, uh, Slav and the owners go out and get the right players in the right places in the window, then there's no reason why this can't be turned around. I think that's a fair point to finish up on, that this can be turned around. It's not not the end. It's not... I Our season ain't over yet. Our season ain't over yet for two reasons. We could still be relegated. Yeah. We could theoretically still get into Europe, and nice a long shot. Yeah. But we could. We could still. But I just don't want it to peter out into
1: like. Uh, well, I think it will do a 13th, 14th place finish. Yeah. And just like for the next few months. Just... Can I just say they they were two <coughs> excellent pieces of feedback, and it, yeah. that's the, if that's the caliber
0: of listener we've got, mm. we're doing a disservice. We ain't got a clue. <laughs> That's no, true, it's true. Uh, but no, it's, it's always nice to receive feedback like that as well. Just something that we can get our teeth into and sort of discuss. And um, I think, I think both from uh, Michael and John, we agree both there. Yeah, they, they were every part of both there. I like people, even if
1: I disagree. I like people that are thoroughly well thought out, articulate, yeah, and you can get into a debate with. Mm. And both of them points were. And my target for the majority of this season is, if we carry it yeah, well towards the end of the season, is to get least a guest on whether it be a blogger mm-hmm. maybe if we're lucky enough to get an ex-player or just someone oh, I'm, like,
0: I'm working on that an ex-player
1: or, or, we, or we someone that we know you know what i mean yeah. just to like because when you're small people you can bounce off more ideas and more debate can, can contribute from it yeah
0: well as, as i said i'll uh i'll message Directory employee and get him on for the after the palace game so okay. we can discuss the palace game and uh discuss Every- transfer so that, that'll be our next podcast Directory employee should be featuring on that yeah everything crossed everything crossed uh, right, just enough time to sort of plug our previous podcasts. Our main ones are the ones with Jack Collison Matt and Dickinson. Matt Dickinson, but you can find them all on our website at Uh This podcast is run under the umbrella of Football Purists, which you can get at Football Purist on Twitter. We've also got an Arsenal and Liverpool podcast and two which next week featured on which recording after this. And we've got
1: a special coming out. Um, give it a listen. It's a previewing the FIFA World, World Player of the Year ceremony. So we're going to go through the nominations for World Player of the Year with female flower of the year, fucking hell, I don't know how I'm gonna get on without, I've never <laughs> seen a ga women in a football game in my life. Coach of the year and goal of the year, so Is yeah. that a stoppage Time one? Yep. Stoppage time and you also do a cafe football, don't you? Yeah, and they've got an interview with um, I don't know what I plugged it last time, but Stevie Nickel. Yep. Ex Liverpool and Chelsea. And I listened to, I listened to, to that listening. the other day. Brilliant. Good listen, good
0: listen. Yeah, my uh fiance Rose is running a London marathon in April for breast cancer care, which is a charity very close to all of our hearts. Uh, you can donate at www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash rose dash shepherd or just go on to justgiving and type in rose shepherd. My personal Twitter is Jackie Davis, Nick's is wheelchair sheen. The Twitter for this podcast where you can get in touch with us is FP. You can get us on Facebook at Nick and Jack Davis respectively. Anything else you want to sum up? No, nah, just I've enjoyed it, I've been a good, i think it's been a good one. Yeah, it's been a good one. And to all West Ham fans out there, just stick with it. I'll do it up. Stick with it. <laughs>